0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And let's get down to business, guys. You know, I wasn't planning on doing this episode. But because of what happened this past Saturday night, I knew I had to Conor McGregor broke his ankle that this past Saturday and I gotta say that this is shocking because nobody expected this to happen everybody expected this to be a good fight this was a five-round fight and I for one am in shock Because I was hoping for a long night. I was hoping for it to be a a full five round fight. And it didn't even make it past the first round. Now, if you listen to my podcast, I've mentioned before that I'm I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. A big Conor McGregor fan. He's probably one of my UFC fighters. My favorite UFC fighters. Next to Anderson Silva. Now many of you who are listening are probably thinking this is probably the end of Conor McGregor, this is the end of his career for two reasons. Well, one, because he broke his ankle. And two, because he's not hungry anymore. Conor McGregor breaking his breaking his leg or breaking his ankle isn't as much of a big deal as many of you are thinking. Because he can come back from this. And I know he'll come back from this because if you remember in the past, Anderson Silva broke his leg. Chris Latman broke his leg. You know, Anderson Silva came back. Now he wasn't the same fighter when he came back, but he still came back. And you gotta think that when Anderson Silva did came come back, he was, you know, in his 40s as well so taking an injury like that it it takes a lot of you know heal time and everything so there's that and conor mcgregor him being so young um 33 years of age he could definitely he could definitely um heal fast and with with within the next few months and come back. Now, he is suspended for a year. Dana White has confirmed he will be medically suspended for a year before he can return to the Octagon. Which, for Conor McGregor, this could be a good thing. Not only does he get some rest time in, but he gets some family time as well, some much needed family time, which, which is a great thing for him because the man is constantly moving. The man is constantly busy and he was away from his family during this fight, during this training camp. So this is a good thing for him as well. The, the bad thing is, is he's so hungry to fight, so eager to fight and get back into um, the title pitcher this you know this could push him back now knowing conor mcgregor he'll find a way to get to the title picture again he will i mean he always does but my question is what's next now now we all know that this is the third time dustin poirier and conor mcgregor fought But this time they fought Conor McGregor broke his own ankle. Now, you could take this third fight and say, hey, well Conor broke his own ankle, he beat himself, so they may run it back, and do Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier four. Or another option is that, and this is my favorite option, number two would be Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, the trilogy which I think would be Conor's best option for right now when he does return is to fight Nate Diaz is to come back you know give Nate Diaz a beating and go after Dustin Poirier now it is determined it will be determined who is the champion whether it's, it's Charlie Oliveira or Dustin Poirier because Dana White said whoever wins the fight between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier gets title shot. So Dustin Poirier right now probably have a title shot against Charlie Oliveira within the next few months or so. That's the plan. I'm sure Dana White is going to stick to it. With Conor McGregor being out for a year, there's no sense in keeping Dustin Poirier out that long. Besides, if Conor does decide to come back, you know, and fight Dustin again, it'll be a much more exciting fight because not only is this the fourth fight, not only is this the Conor McGregor comeback, but it will be for the title, is what I will be assuming if Dustin Poirier can beat Charlie Oliveira. Which will be a hard test because Charlie Oliveira is probably one of the top contenders. In, in the in the game right now. Not saying Dustin Poirier is not good. He's definitely up there but some of the the great ones, but Charlie Oliveira is at the top right now. And and Dustin he you know, he hasn't got a lot of skill man, but I honestly I don't see him beating Charlie Oliveira. What I see happening is Charlie Oliveira beating Dustin Poirier, possibly by knockout. And then Conor McGregor coming back, beating Diaz, getting the title shot against Charlie. That's what I see happening. Because Dana White, he is so. Um, he, he, just, he so wants Conor McGregor to be back in that title picture. We all know it. I mean, if you look at the treatment of Conor McGregor from, from over the years, how Dana White has treated Conor McGregor compared to other fighters, you definitely know that, that Conor gets treated a little more better than most fighters. I mean honestly you know I'm not being biased it's just the truth but you can definitely tell Conor McGregor treated fairly well against other fighters as well and I I definitely expect Conor McGregor to get a title pitcher, to get a title shot eventually now but like I said I don't know what happens next. I don't think anybody will know what happens next. There is that possibility that Conor McGregor won't come back. He'll retire. But I feel like Conor McGregor does have revenge on his mind. But I feel like I, I don't want to see a Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor fight right away again. I feel like he, he needs a tune-up fight. And I feel like Nathan, Nate Diaz will be a perfect f- uh, fight for Conor McGregor. It'll be the perfect perfect tune-up fight. It's it's something we all want to see. The first fight, Nate Diaz took it. Second fight, Conor McGregor took it. Third fight, who knows what's going to happen. And I expect Conor to beat Nate Diaz again. Why? Because Conor McGregor's the more skilled fighter. He definitely is. He's a very skilled fighter compared to Nate Diaz. Not saying Nate Diaz isn't, but... He's just the better striker. Unless Nate Diaz... You know... If they, if, they, if they do fight again... I think the only option Nate Diaz has... To beat Conor McGregor is to get him on the ground... And try to submit him again... Like he did in the first fight. Because I just... I don't see Nate Diaz... Beating Conor McGregor standing up. It's just not going to happen. And with the damage that Nate Diaz has taken... All that scar tissue he has he's going to get busted up again no doubt in my mind so his best option is to take McGregor to the ground and try to finish him like I said even if this fight happens who knows that's just my prediction though that this fight will happen soon That that is if Nate Diaz wants to fight because it seems like he's been ducking McGregor for a while now but honestly who knows at this point Nate Diaz is Nate Diaz. You know, you never know what he what he's going to say or do at this point. He is who he is. But I would like to see that fight. I, I think we all would. But like I said, Nate Diaz's only best option is to take McGregor to the ground because once McGregor starts swinging at Nate Diaz, you know, and connects, Diaz is going to be busted open because of all that scar tissue, like I said. And that's definitely gonna play a factor in the fight. That's definitely gonna determine how that fight goes. If you look at when Nate Diaz fought Leon Edwards, um, as bad as Nate Diaz was busted open, I think that did play a factor in the fight. You know, most people wouldn't say it, but you know, Nate Diaz did take a beating, and everybody said, you know, if Nate Diaz had another round, he probably would have won. I don't believe so. Because Nate Diaz had three rounds to beat Leon Edwards. He didn't do it. So. I I think. Nate Diaz. Should work on his striking. If he's going to fight again. Maybe his wrestling as well. Um, The thing about watching Nate Diaz fight. Is he doesn't really change much up. He, He just comes in and fights. Um. It doesn't seem like he's improving on anything. Maybe his striking, but not, not to me. He doesn't change anything up. But, um... You know, Nate Diaz is a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But Conor McGregor is just the more superior striker. That's why I feel if... When or if McGregor returns, the Nate Diaz fight will be the best option. But as for Dustin Poirier, you know, if he does fight Charlie Oliveira, I expect it to be a good fight. You know, like I, like I said, I'm expecting Charlie Oliveira to knock Dustin Poirier out. I don't I don't see this fight going a full five rounds. I see Charlie Oliver taking control, but hey, that's just me. You know, I don't know, but that's just my opinion. But somewhere down the line, I do expect a fourth fight. Um, Like this, like I said, this trilogy fight, this so-called trilogy fight, it, it's, it's not a, a trilogy to me. Because honestly, Conor McGregor beat himself. He beat himself in this fight. Everybody knows it. Not hard to tell. It's sad because this guy, you know, was was willing to come back, willing to put on a show. He trained hard. Not saying Conor McGregor do- didn't train hard for the, the second fight he had with Dustin Poirier, but he trained harder because revenge was on his mind. And Conor McGregor came back and beat himself. And that's the shame of it all, you know, it. He threw that kick um, and he beat himself, that's all it is. At the start of the fight, you know the bell rang. Connor McGregor instantly started throwing kicks. He was checking kicks. He started throwing more uh, leg kicks at Dustin, which he didn't do in the first fight, the second fight, I mean. So that was something that uh, Coach Cavanaugh wanted to work on with McGregor. and. The big thing about this fight, everybody said, you know, he has to check those kicks. He has to check those kicks from Dustin Poirier because that was a big factor in the second fight. Was Conor McGregor needs to check those kicks. But but in the third fight, we've seen McGregor throwing leg kicks. which It's something that people didn't expect. Which I thought was a great game plan. But, you know... Um, I, I thought Dustin had good striking in this fight. You know, he, he hit McGregor, you know, with a, a good, good few, good few shots. And but McGregor kept coming forward. You know, he, he kept pushing forward. He even got a guillotine in. Uh, it was a, a, a tight guillotine when when they had were still standing. But for whatever reason, McGregor decided to to lay down on the mat, and that's when uh, Dustin Poirier took control. He took control early couple ground and pound shots, you know, Dustin Poirier was doing great. McGregor, you know, he was doing good on the ground. He was holding his own. He was throwing some vicious elbows to the head, you know. But Dustin Poirier um, he easily took control, you know. He he definitely did. Not saying McGregor didn't do well in that round at all, but you, Dustin clearly won that won that round. It's it's a shame we didn't get to see a second round, but it is what it is. Like, like I said, I, I'm looking forward to a fourth fight. There <sighs> has to be a fourth fight. But um, you know. Like I said, Connor breaking his ankle, yes, it's a bad thing. But if anything, this should make him more hungry than what he has been. Because, like I said, a lot of people are saying, you know, Conor McGregor, he's not hungry anymore. He's made his money. And I get it, you know. Why should the man be hungry at 33 years old with, with almost a billionaire, you know? This guy ha- has accomplished everything in UFC. From beating Jose Aldo in 13 seconds to winning titles in two divisions Fighting Floyd Mayweather. This man has done it all. You know, he founded his own whiskey proper 12, which is great. I've, I've had it. Now he is, um, about to run his own bar. Called the Black Forge. And it's supposed to be in Ireland. So yeah, you know, he's made his money. I get why people sing. Why people are saying he's not hungry anymore? I get that, but with the revenge on this guy's mind, to to beat Dustin Poirier, I definitely feel like like he will come back hungrier, more prepared than than ever before. Because the second time they thought he was focused on his boxing because he was supposed to fight Manny Pacquiao. Now, because he got knocked out in the second fight, that fight obviously didn't happen. And I don't believe there are any plans going forward for that fight to happen in the near future. But who knows, I don't know. But um, the third fight, you know, you can clearly tell he focused more on his MMA. He was a complete different fighter than he was in the second fight you know you you can kind of tell he was more elusive as well but the end result was he broke his ankle and if i'm conor mcgregor right now this should light a fire under my ass and this should like like ignite me to to do better to say hey i I'm, i'm still in the top three or top five or whatever you know if I'm Dustin Poirier, man, I'm feeling monkey. I'm feeling like I'm on cloud nine. But... But Conor McGregor, he, I know for a fact he'll come back. And like I said, I expect him to be more hungrier than before. If anything, this is, should be what drives him to be hungrier. But like many are saying, you know, he's not hungry. He's made his money. I get it, you know. And if we don't see... The hungry version, the motivated version, McGregor, again, that's fine. Because you know what? He's accomplished more in UFC than most people. The first person ever to hold two belts in two divisions. He founded his own whiskey. He's a businessman, you know. He's done so much outside of the UFC. That he is a champion in the cage and out of the cage to me. Because this is a man who, when COVID started, he was donating to hospitals, building homes for homeless people. And that stuff that people, that stuff that the articles, the the news media, they don't tell you. That is stuff they don't tell you. But Conor McGregor, he's done some great things. Now, of course, he's had, you know, a, a, a good amount of setbacks. He, um... He hit that guy in the bar. He's had some sexual assault accusations. But, just like every other celebrity that happens, you know, it's going to happen. You know, when you get rich and powerful, that happens. So it really doesn't surprise me. Because we've seen this not not with just him, but with other celebrities as well. So like I said if we don't see the hungry motivated mcgregor ever again that's fine because he's already accomplished more than more than what most people do in the ufc are there still things for him to accomplish of course but like like I said he has nothing to lose but one thing well one thing I will say he has the is his legacy you know if he if he loses to dustin again if they do a fourth fight, then a lot of people say, you know, McGregor doesn't have it. You know, maybe McGregor isn't as hungry as we thought he was. Maybe this is all uh, an act. But McGregor being McGregor with revenge on his mind, I I, I just, I feel like we're gonna see a different McGregor, a different Conor McGregor than than usual now like I like like I said man this this injury is it's not his fault things happen but what will McGregor do differently in the fourth fight if there is one what's going to happen Now, like I said, I think Conor was more elusive in this third fight than he was in the second fight. He wasn't just focused on boxing. He was focused on MMA as well. And I think I think we will see a big improvement if there is a fourth fight. I don't expect Dustin to change anything. He's beat Connor twice. it's work, his, his game plan is working for him so if there is a fourth fight you gotta expect Dustin Poirier's mindset to say you know if it's, if it's not broke don't fix it kind of thing you know stick to the same game plan but I, I expect Conor to be more hungrier to come back not not just come back to the UFC but to, to, to get that win to get that revenge on Dustin and get back to the top to prove his doubters wrong and and win this fight Because years ago, when, when Conor first came to the UFC, he was at the top. the top of his game. Beating Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, defeating Eddie Alvarez, fighting Floyd Mayweather. You know, he, like I said, he's done all, this, all these things. Everybody doubted him on. There were people that were saying when he fought Floyd Mayweather that he would never last a round. And he went 10 rounds with Floyd Mayweather. He, he's landed a few shots, you know, a, a few good shots. And he went a good distance, but in the end, you know, Flemingham with the one, but that was a huge payday for McGregor. A big payday for Carter. So, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen next. If he sticks to his business outside of UFC with, with all his business deals. That's great. You know, the guy has his own clothing line. Like I said, he's owning a bar, his own whiskey brand. Well, he had his own whiskey brand. He's, he sold it. But he's made his money. So, honestly, whether we see him fight or not, whether he ever steps foot in the octagon again, I'll always be a fan. I'll always be a Conor McGregor fan. And one reason I'm a Conor McGregor fan is because the guy can trash talk. The guy. He knows how to get in your head. He's good with that mental, mental warfare. He knows how to get under your skin. He reminds me of like Muhammad Ali. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Conor McGregor fan. You know, this guy reminds you of like a modern day Muhammad Ali. Now, like I said, call me the biggest Conor McGregor fan boy, But I am. Honestly, I am. And that's why I chose to do this episode... On my podcast, even though this is a pro wrestling podcast, I decided to do this episode to talk about this fight because the outcome, it bugs me. But if I know Conor McGregor, we'll see him again. You know, a lot of people also were talking about how Conor McGregor, his attitude after the fight. But to be honest, if you broke your ankle, how would you feel? If you lost a fight, you know, in that type of fashion, how would you feel? So Joe Rogan coming up to Conor McGregor to get that octagon interview. Of course the man was furious. I would be furious. You know, I wouldn't be happy. When he trains so hard and that's your outcome, you know. I wouldn't expect Conor to be happy. I know I wouldn't be happy, so... There's that, you know. For Joe Rogan to come up to him and get that octagon interview when they knew he was in pain, I thought was disrespectful. Now Connor's comments towards Dustin's wife, that was over the edge. That was too much. Um, I want to. He's getting a lot of backlash, a lot of criticism over that. But. There will be a fourth fight. And this right here should prove it. The fact that he was saying all that about his wife and and everything else. There's no doubt in my mind we're going to see this fight again. They're going to run it back. Like his comments, man. it, It was just disrespectful. You know. Shouldn't have been said. Things happen. But in the heat of the moment... You know, breaking your ankle the way he did, it was expected. I think a lot of this should be put on Joe Rogan. I know a lot of people are giving Conor McGregor backlash, but Joe Rogan should have never went up there to do that octagon interview. It should have never happened. But for some odd reason, you know, Joe Rogan came up there and got that interview. Now, if Joe Rogan would have just stayed away... all the trash talk at the end from Conor McGregor could have been avoided. But since Joe Rogan is so persistent in getting that octagon interview, you know, and we heard what we heard, so now Conor gets all this backlash. Conor gets all the criticism. And people are hating on Conor even more because of what he said. Think what you want about Conor. You know, um, like I said, what he said wasn't right. But like I said, in the heat of the moment, what are you going to do? If You're in that much pain, man. And somebody comes up with your microphone. How do you expect them to feel? They're not going to be happy about it. So, that's just my thoughts on Joe Rogan. You know I like Joe Rogan, but what he did this past Saturday, um, I don't think was right. I don't think Conor McGregor's comments are right. I really think they should have kept the the microphone away from him to avoid all this. This all could have been avoided. But Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan. And Conor is Conor. But I will say, you know, Dustin Poirier did show a lot of respect after the fight. You know, they, they gave the interview to Dustin Poirier. And he said, I hope Conor McGregor goes back to his beautiful family. Now, you know, Dustin Poirier, a very respectful fighter, he was being, being very respectful. And with Conor McGregor saying everything he said about Dustin Poirier, about his wife after the fight, Dustin was man enough to walk away from it and ignore it. And move on. Because that's the type of guy Dustin is. You know, back then, the trash talk used to get to Dustin. You could tell, but because Dustin is older now, he's matured. It doesn't get to Dustin as much. And you could tell Dustin is, you know, the more mature fighter of the two. Like I said, even though I'm a Conor McGregor fan, I won't... um, I won't stick up for Connor, I will say you know the fact that his injury uh, played a big part in the trash talk I will say that but um, I will say Dustin Poirier is a good man and he was made enough to walk away from this incident as far as I know Conor McGregor is still talking on Twitter. He's still... Um, he just was released from the hospital just the other day on his birthday. I believe it was the 14th. Um, he just got released. Apparently, he will be on crutches for six six weeks, and then he said he will start training again. But like I said, you know, he will be... Out of action for a year. Till till January I believe. Which isn't very far away. Um, It's already July. We're about to be in August. So I don't expect Connor to return back. right, Right in January. But I expect him to return somewhere by then. And if he does return. I hope he's in good shape. I hope he's well recovered. And not too eager to come back. Because he needs to be. A hundred percent he needs to be fully recovered for whoever he fights next Because M- MMA is no joke, you know, you've seen what happened to Anderson Silva when he came back So He needs to be 100% f- for whoever he fights next Well version will get a corner who knows like I said, I-, I believe he trained well for this fight But you know the outcome was just despicable it was hard to watch even in slow motion it's hard to watch Um, but yeah it was very hard to watch Um, those type of things aren't pretty just a few months ago we seen the same thing happen to Chris Weidman before that we saw Chris Weidman versus Anderson Silva we have seen it happen to Anderson Silva you know it's amazing these guys come back from certain things like that It'll be interesting to see how Conor McGregor protects that ankle when he fights again. If he's more cautious about throwing those kicks. Because I believe he will be more cautious. I mean, I would be. So we'll see what he does differently. Now Michael Bisbee has talked about uh, John Cavanaugh, how Conor McGregor should leave John Cavanaugh behind and find a new coach um a new gym to train with but um, i don't really believe, i don't really agree with michael bisbing's comments because john Cavanaugh is the reason for all of Conor mcgregor's success in the ufc and mcgregor being the loyal person he is to his teammates is gym i don't see him switching coaches anytime soon could be a possibility but i mean I, I don't see it happening because conor mcgregor he's put too much work in that gym and his coaches have put too much work in conor mcgregor and john cavanaugh you know he's, a, he's an excellent coach he's very um, educated in sport the guy knows his stuff if you listen to his interviews leading up to this fight you, you can tell how educated this guy is I don't see Conor switching. Um, I don't see Conor switching gyms or coaches. I see Conor taking a more careful approach to his next fight. Um, but who knows? You know, I'm not. I'm not Conor. I'm not the UFC. I don't know what's going to happen. But we'll see here in, in in six weeks. We'll see here in January. I'm hoping for that trilogy fight guys between him and Diaz. I'm hoping for it. But that is if Diaz wants to fight. Like I said, like like Diaz, I don't know, man. He just he doesn't seem like he wants to fight anymore. Like fighting Tim is just a paycheck. Like he don't care if he wins or loses, you know. Tim is just a paycheck anymore. I think in a way, I think Conor McGregor mentally broke Nate Diaz. Because after the whole McGregor fight the second fight they had Nate Diaz I don't think he's been the same fighter I honestly think that Carter McGregor was inside Nate Diaz's head rent free because anytime McGregor loses anytime something happens Nate Diaz is the first one to comment running his mouth you know the guy hasn't won a fight in a while I believe, you know, before he fought Leon Edwards, he fought uh, Jorge Masvidal, and and he got his ass whooped. And maybe that's the fight that broke Diaz, you know, because honestly, to me, it just doesn't seem like Nate Diaz has that fighting spirit. He doesn't have the same attitude going forward. Nate Diaz, he's a good fighter. It's just he can't back up what he says. he He got a mouth on him. You know, I'm I'm so tired of hearing people say, Conor McGregor has lost it. He doesn't have it anymore. But everybody sat and praised Nate Diaz when he fought Leon Edwards about how good he was and how he could take a hit whenever he lost the fight. You know, yeah, Nate Diaz can take a hit. Yeah, he's a good fighter, but he had three rounds to beat Leon Edwards. He didn't do it. You could have a solid gas tank. I mean, your game plan could be horrible. I mean, just because he has a solid gas tank and... He can go, you know, a good wow. Doesn't mean he's going to win the fight. Leon Edwards was, was the better fighter that night. But things happen, you know. Who's to say they won't run back the Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz fight again? There's always that option. Because people, like I said, people are saying, you know, if Nate Diaz had an extra round, he would have won. During that fight, they said you know, Nate Diaz was about to knock Leon Edwards out. That didn't happen. The belt run at the end of the fight. But like, like Nate Diaz had three rounds to beat me on Edwards. He didn't do it. But the second McGregor loses to Dustin Poirier, oh, it's it's oh, he doesn't have it no more. Oh he's not hungry anymore. So what if the guy is hungry or not. He's still fighting. He doesn't have to fight. But he's still fighting. I mean yeah. The guy's. Made his money but. He's still fighting. He loves the sport. Honestly wish he would stay away from his own whiskey. Wish he quit drinking the whiskey but. He's. He's made his money. He's made his mark. And that's what I love about Conor McGregor. He's a good fighter. A good businessman. You know, Conor McGregor, he's done a lot for for COVID and, and everything, and that's just not recognized. When people talk about Conor McGregor now, they talk about, oh, he... You know, he, he he's, he's done, he's finished. This guy's a loser, he's a bum. But honestly, no, he's not. You know, the guy has done so much for COVID more than um, anybody else. He was constantly donating. He was constantly building uh, houses for homeless people. And that's just not recognized. It's a shame that that UFC can't recognize those things. It's the shame that the media can't recognize those things. And, and that's why I say he's a champion outside the octagon as well. Because of the... Um, because of how he gives back, I should say, rather. You look at fighters like Floyd Mayweather who... Are greedy with their money. Who flash their money around. You know, McGregor does the same thing, don't get me wrong, he does. He flashes money around too. But when do you see people like Floyd Mayweather give back? When do you see people like Floyd Mayweather, you know, donate to charities? You don't see that. But you see Conor McGregor doing that. But Floyd Mayweather's known as the best pound for pound fighter in boxing, yes. And he is, he's a great fighter. He should be recognized for it. But what has he done for the sport? What if, what has he gave back? He's done a lot for boxing, but what has he gave back outside of the ring? That man got a selfish attitude, man. He's a good fighter, but a bad heart. Bad attitude. I mean, it, it's just, I don't like the guy, I'll be honest, uh, you know, I used to be a big fan of Floyd, Mayweather, but it's hard to be with his attitude, he brags about how much money he's made, but, yeah, we get it, you made a lot of money, Floyd, we get it, it is what it is, though, man, um. Like I said, man, I I do expect Harner to come back. I expect him to come back stronger, harder, better. This is a man who's knocked Hosea out in 13 seconds. He's, he's done everything in the sport. He can come back if he's hungry enough. If he trains harder, heals up fast, I expect him to be back soon. That's why I'm optimistic. That's why, yes, this loss bothers me, but... Knowing Conor McGregor, he will come back. Like I said, man, um, I wanted to do this episode because like, I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. And yes, this is a pro wrestling podcast. But if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that I've I've been doing this a few times. I talked about the Floyd Mayweather versus uh, Logan Paul fight. I did the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight. Um, Honestly, guys, I was hoping to come on here and talk about a Conor McGregor win from this past Saturday. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yes, it was a letdown at first, but, you know, when you think about it, everything will work out for McGregor. If we don't see him again, he's made his money. That's my thing But that's enough about Conor McGregor for now I'm going to talk about some wrestling Because that's what we're here for, right? Talk about some wrestling This is Wrestling road. A pro wrestling podcast So I must talk about some pro wrestling, right? Now AEW Okay, let's talk about AEW um, we've seen last Wednesday that Malachi Black debuted attacking Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. But but now Tony Khan, and it's being reported now that Tony Khan is saying that they will have a new signee in the next few weeks that will be bigger than Alistair Black and everybody else. Now, you might say, who is that? Who is Tony Khan talking about? Could it be CM Punk? Could it be Ryback? Could it be, you know, I don't know, Goldberg, you know, Brock Lesnar? I don't know. But um, there are reports that Daniel Bryan, a.k.a real name Brian Danielson is expected to sign with all-weight wrestling now I will not confirm anything as always I I, I don't confirm fake news but that is being highly speculated that he will sign with AEW at some point I don't know if this is true But with Daniel Bryan being a free agent, no longer under a WWE contract, anything's possible. Anything could happen right now. And honestly, I think it would be a smart move by Daniel Bryan to go to AEW, to work with the likes of Matt Hardy, Christian Cage, Hangman Adam Page, um. Darby Allen, you know, names like that. And Kenny Omega, even. Names like that, who it would be great to see Daniel Bryan work with. That is, if he signs with AEW, like I said, this is just a rumor. I can't confirm anything. I can't confirm anything to what happens, guys, pretty much. But it does, you know raise a few eyebrows when Tony Khan says this will be bigger than Malachi Black's signing to AEW. Because what does he mean? What is going to happen? It has also um, been reported that Goldberg will return to SummerSlam to face Bobby Lashley. This is a rumor. Um... This is not confirmed. Now, this sucks. <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. Um, I do not want to see Goldberg face Bobby Lashley. Um, I expected, I'm expecting Bray Wyatt to return at Money in the Bank. If it doesn't happen, um, I expect him to return soon. It was rumored previously that bu- the plan was for Bobby Lashley to face Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam. That was one rumor that was going around. But now, another rumor is going around that Goldberg will face Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. The last thing we need to see is Goldberg. And again, this is why NXT is better than, than and Smackdown. This is why AEW is putting on better shows right now than and Smackdown because... We don't want to see Goldberg face Lashley. We don't want to see matches like that. They did this thing with McIntyre. They had McIntyre versus Goldberg. We didn't want to see that match to begin with. So I can't imagine this being in front of a live crowd. I can't imagine this live crowd reaction when they hear Goldberg's music hit. Because I, I just I see the arena being filmed with booze that night. Because there are far more talent in the back That could put Lashley over than Goldberg ever could Lashley's already over As as a, a heel So why do we need Goldberg to put Lashley over We don't We seriously don't And the fact that WWE would bring Goldberg back now it Is ludicrous to me It's It's insane. Now, for me, if if Goldberg were to come back and face somebody without without a title being on the line, I would be fine with it. If he were to come back and have a non-title match against somebody, I would be fine with it. Much like how he wrestled Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. That was fine because it wasn't for a title. We don't need to see Goldberg in the title picture. There's no reason to put him in there. Man, at this point, who's to say, you know, Goldberg won't walk away with the title? Because they sure sure as hell didn't put the fiend over when Goldberg faced the fiend. And that should have happened. But because Goldberg has a big ego, you know, refusing to lose that match, Goldberg, you know, ended up taking that title. So, Goldberg facing Lashley. Who's to say Goldberg won't win, you know. That Vince McMahon won't pull some strings and have Goldberg walk out with the title at this point. Because you never know WWE's booking anymore. You don't. You seriously don't. You don't know what they're going to do. I'm saying WWE's booking. I should be saying Vince McMahon's booking because he he's pretty much behind it all. He is behind the bad booking, and um, it's just it's 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 crazy, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get my words out tonight. It's it's actually like two fifty in the morning. While I'm doing this podcast. But, like I said, we don't need to see Goldberg in the title picture. That's just my opinion. I want to hear your guys' opinions on it, though. I want to hear your thoughts of what you think of Goldberg facing Lashley, if it happens. Like I said, it's just a rumor, but honestly, I could see it happening at this point. It very well could happen. I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, Goldberg's—he's you know, been appearing. He's—he's he's been having these one-off matches every every once in a while. I don't. So it's—it's it's very likely this could happen. I—I I don't see why they don't use any of the talent in the back to put over Bobby Lashley. When there's far more talent like that could put Lashley over better than Goldberg ever could. That's just my opinion. At this point, though, man, Ashley's already over. You know, he's doing great. He's over with the fans. He's like big time over. Because he's a good hill. And aligning him with MVP even makes it better. Because MVP's good on the mic. So even if Lashley does face Goldberg. I don't expect the title to change hands. But like I said. With WWE's booking you never know. Hopefully Goldberg puts over Lashley. Lashley wins. But. Who knows guys. Um. In other news. John Cena is expected to return at SummerSlam. Again I'm not going to confirm anything until it happens. If it happens we'll talk about it. But. I've heard the plan is now for Roman Reigns versus John Cena at SummerSlam. John Cena is rumored to return within the next few weeks on Friday Night SmackDown. That's the rumor. But he's expected to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Um, and with Roman being the heel and John being the babyface, I expect this to be a good match. This, is, this will be John Cena's first match back since the Fire and Five Funhouse match at WrestleMania against Bray Wyatt. So I expect this to be a, a very good match. And just for the simple fact that Roman is now the heel and, and John coming back as the babyface. Because before when they first, you know, had their match, they were both babyfaces. And back then, Reigns was struggling to get over as a babyface. And having him beat John Cena, that didn't get him over as a babyface. But now, with Reigns being more over than he has been in the last few years, and going against John Cena, and and if he beats John Cena, you know he'll, he'll be more over. And obviously he 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 would beat John Cena if they do have that match because John Cena there's no reason for him to to have a title at this point. He's a 16-time world champion. He's basically just here to put the other talent over, and leave. Which that's John giving back. That's John Cena giving back to the business, creating bigger stars. and that that's a good thing. John Cena's doing his job. Creating other talent. So Roman Reigns, you know, going over against John Cena is a good thing. Now as for the money in the bank, I expect him to go over against Edge. There is a rumor that Edge will be facing Seth Rollins, I've heard. I don't know if that's true. But that, But that's just a rumor that I've heard. And I think that would be an exciting match, you know. Because even if Edge doesn't walk away with the title, I expect there to be an exciting match against Roman and Edge. But at this point, like I said, if he doesn't walk away with the title, that's okay. Because... um he doesn't necessarily need to have the title put on him right away. He can have a match at SummerSlam and then maybe in the near future they can run it back, Roman versus Edge. Um, Honestly, I'm just glad to have Edge back in the ring whether he has a title or not. It's just good to have him back. It's good to see him, you know, back in the ring and performing after uh, many, many years off of being retired. You know, struggling to to be queer to compete so whether edge has a title or not you know just be happy that he's back because it's not necessarily needed for him to have a title right now and honestly I think edge versus Seth Rollins I think that would be um, a, a good match a very entertaining match with Seth Rollins being a good heel you know, honestly, Seth Rollins, I think back in the day, I, he kind of reminds you of Edge. His his arrogance. Something about him reminds you of Edge. Um, but that's just me, you know. I don't really care for Seth Rollins' gimmick too much. This whole Messiah gimmick or whatever they're trying to do with Seth Rollins. I, I do like that old Architect gimmick he had um, when he was a hill before when he mind himself a Triple H. I can't get behind this gimmick he has now, but if he does face Edge at SummerSlam, I think uh, Edge would do a good job of putting him over. Assuming that Seth Rollins would win at SummerSlam, um because right now like John Cena Edge is in the position to to put you know guys over, to put as many guys over as possible. You know, he's not in it for himself. We've seen Edge put Roman over at WrestleMania. SummerSlam should be no different. Even though a win wouldn't hurt Edge, I don't think a loss would kill Seth Rollins. But um, I do believe Seth Rollins is struggling to get over as a as a heel right now. And one reason I think that is because of the lack of crowd. With the crowd returning, you know we'll see how how Seth Rollins does as a heel. I think Edge would do a good job of putting him over. Kind of elevate Seth Rollins a little bit. But that's just my opinion. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, this is all rumored. So I won't confirm anything. Because I, I don't do that fake news stuff. And I talked about that you know, before in one of my episodes. I don't, I don't do the fake news podcasting stuff. I don't want to give you guys fake news and then let you guys down. If I'm going to give you guys news and I know it's, it's, it's real news, I can confirm it, then we'll talk about it. There's a lot of um, um, sources out there that just aren't true. There's a lot of quick bait on YouTube too. I've noticed that with Bray Wyatt. Um, I've noticed that with several others. A lot of quick bait just to get you guys to listen. Be careful. Because I was definitely one of the ones that fall for it too. You know, when you hear something about your favorite wrestler, you hear good news or bad news, you get excited, you get distraught. Then it turns out, hey, this didn't happen. You know, it's not true. But it's, it's sad that... That these sources have to be like that just for just for a couple likes or you know views. But like I said, as long as I can confirm this news to you, you know we'll talk about it. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts. You know I want to hear what you guys think. Um, of, of the current product of WWE, AEW, um, anything pro wrestling. I want to hear your predictions for Money in the Bank. I want to hear your predictions for SummerSlam. Who do you think will be the next uh, Money in the Bank winner? If I had to pick, I'm picking Kevin Owens, but I want to hear your thought. Or, or Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's a good candidate for Money in the Bank, but that's just me. Um, I am curious to see what they do with this Randy Orton-Matt Riddle storyline. Ac- apparently, Matt R- uh, Randy Orton is missing. Matt Riddle filed a Police report saying he's missing. So I don't know where this storyline's going. It's interesting to see. Maybe this could be the big opportunity where the fiend Bray Wyatt returns and, and, and starts a feud with Randy Orton and uh, Bray Wyatt. But who knows? You know, I'm excited for live crowds. You know, SmackDown will be live tomorrow in front of a live crowd in Houston for the first time in a good while. So hopefully wrestling, especially WWE, goes back to the way it was, brings that excitement back. Hopefully WWE amps their game up a little bit because AEW, they have had live crowds there for a while now. Hopefully WWE steps their game up a little bit and says, you know what, we gotta do better. Because without the live crowds, you know, WWE storylines, they haven't been as great, but They got to do something. But anyways, guys, that's the show. Thank you all for listening. Um, I will be coming back next week. So give my show a listen. Thank you all for listening. Good night. God bless.